listening to this podcast right now. Do you want to hear a fucking podcast about anything and everything? Yeah. Like movies, oh my music, God. television, and more? Oh my God. Well, you've come to the right place. Yes. Subscribe to Journey into Comics Network, and you get Podcastrophe, oh hosted God. by me, yes. Dick. Why not throw a couple bucks to the Patreon? It's your yes. choice. Yeah. This is a Podcastrophe. That sounds so awesome. The following, following. the following is a journey into comics. Journey into comics. A journey into comics. A journey into comics. Journey into comics. Journey into comics. Network. 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 Production. Production. Mmm. This is a tasty burger. You ever tried shawarma? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. Do you want some uh, coffee, Mr. Tully? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. Butter a carb? Will you stop eating? We elves try to stick to the four main food groups. Candy, candy canes, candy corns, and syrup. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Foodies Watching Movies. I'm your host, Nate. Today, as always, joined by Veronica. How's it going? Hey, Nate. What's up? Oh, not much. Also joining us, as always, poor boy, how are you? I'm doing fine. How are you guys doing? It's good to be back. Good. Yeah, it's good you to have you back. It's been a while. You took one off. Yeah. That's okay. You're yes. our even, you're our odd numbers guy. I know. One and three, <laughs> and then maybe you'll be off for four, but probably not. We'll, we'll see how and this then goes. five, and then... Yeah. That'd be a really weird, like, you know... I'm, I'm an every other... He's, you're like, that's just your continuity, is that you just show up on the odds. Yeah. Never the evens, always the odds, you know. Uh, last time we were on, we had Brando on. Yeah, that was fun. We did uh, 89 Batman, and... Uh, you know, it was a it was a really good experience, and I think today we decided we were going to try a different kind of um, formula for our show. Usually, yeah. we have a movie on while we're talking. Today, we do have a movie on, but it's just background noise. Well, yeah, we we decided to put on the first Adams Family. It is like since Halloween it's Halloween. Time. Happy Halloween, everybody! I hope this is out before Halloween's over. I'll have to rush this to Brandon by tomorrow. Oh, well, <laughs> shit. Well, <laughs> retrospectively, Halloween. Yeah. Right? Uh, so today we've got a bunch of different things to talk about involving Halloween, yeah, food related stuff. We watched a film as a part of the formula before we came on, so it's something you haven't seen, AP, and now you're going to be able to speak on that. Oh yeah. Uh, where do we start today? Uh, well, do you want to just go ahead and talk about what we just watched since well, you no, were just talking I mean, about it? We can. I want to save it. It's like kind of the main segment of the show, obviously. <laughs> okay, you know, well, do you a... want to talk about anything like the new shows that we've seen? Anything new oh, any that movies? we want to talk about? Have you seen anything recently? Yeah. The most recent movie I saw was The Accountant with Ben Affleck. I was told that that was surprisingly good, it, but I haven't seen it. It was really good. Like, it was an interesting combination film between like A Beautiful Mind meets like... Oh, I can't even think of a comparison. But it's like... A Beautiful Mind meets, like, James Bond. It's And that's Ben Affleck, right? Yeah. Who's the buffest accountant I've ever seen. <laughs> well, he was also being Batman right. at that time, so yeah. no choice. And his chemistry with Anna Kendrick makes you hope for it. She could come in as a, a Kara Kelly Robin would be pretty awesome. Ooh. Or Carrie Kelly. 
Character. I don't know what it is about Anna Kendrick, but she just bugs me sometimes. Like, I want to love her. I really do. But she, she just kind of gets on my nerves. She rubs you the wrong way? Sometimes. I don't know. I don't know what it is about her. Never rub another man's rhubarb. What? 89 Batman. My God. Yeah. That's <laughs> deep cuts. Yeah. Of course, it's deep cut. Uh, yeah. So you saw The Accountant recently. Would yes. you recommend it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I've been recommending everyone who's asked about a movie that's coming out. What would up. your rating be? Ooh! Did you see this in theaters? I did. Okay, so it was it's in still a, really new. It was a it's big. It's still in theaters. It's out in the big theater, which was. I would. Um, I'd go probably six or seven pizza slices. Wow! Okay. That's okay. Strong. Yeah, that's I, a I solid pizza. I couldn't find. I'd have to watch it again and really to really pull out some faults with it. It's even got um. The new Punisher in it, uh, John Bernthal. John Bernthal. Man, nice. was he ever good. Yeah. We were just talking about that earlier, about Punisher. Yeah. And how we're excited for the new Netflix show. Uh, but we have a ton of stuff to catch up on. We haven't watched Jessica Jones, oh, and we haven't watched Luke Cage. They're all so good. There's too many good things. I know, it's we so started hard. Jessica it's Jones, such a hard but... It's time to be a nerd. Because <laughs> there's too much. There's movies, yeah. the TV shows. Yeah, like, yeah, and then we've got The Flash, and we've got Arrow, and Legends, uh, and all of these great... Girl, yeah, if you want to watch it live, you control your whole week. Like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah. Thursday. And you got Netflix on week. It's just... And, and, <laughs> yeah. and you've also got... You're covered. Dead on Sundays, Game of Thrones on Sundays, Doctor mm-hmm. Who's on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it... You could I mean, your TV could own your whole week if, if you, were you don't have committed. a schedule for how to watch all that. Yeah. It right. just falls apart, and to get behind on a lot of it, which we are right now. Yeah, we're a little behind. It's on gonna be our, uh, shows. our stories. We're gonna have to power through the stories. <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe today we'll after this podcast. Yeah, maybe we'll, we'll like, catch watch up like on the seven flash. Seven or eight different episodes we've got to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen anything recently, movie wise? I mean, have I? Oh, it's weird I asking have to you that because I feel like I know the answer is no. But <laughs> well, I haven't seen anything new, really. Um, but I mean, have you even seen anything like, let's say, on Netflix or Hulu that's something you haven't seen before that you, on your own time, watched? No, I mean, I have a little child who's turning three next week, and I, you know, we've got this band that we're doing. And we've got a lot of stuff going on, so I haven't had a whole lot of time to watch any anything. Uh, Sarah, or, you know, Sarah and I watched American Psycho the other day, and I would definitely say that that's worth uh, watching around Halloween. Okay, I like that. I still, um, yeah. I know that you're shocked, but I haven't seen that. I and cannot believe that you've never seen American I Psycho. I know it's just. <laughs> we talk about the realization what you had today about realizing about Matt Smith. Oh my God! Yes. So we were we were sitting around the table earlier, and we were talking about American Psycho and how we opened with it at our show last night because we're doing a Misfits tribute band on pianos and stuff, and we decided to do American Psycho, and we had just watched this movie like last week or so, and so it was still fresh in our brains, and then we were just innocently scrolling on Facebook and saw that um, Matt Smith was from Doctor Who, you know, was on the Broadway musical of American Psycho. And we couldn't find any videos of it, but the pictures were very telling, and it was really cool looking. Yeah, I think he would make a great... He would make a great Patrick Christian Bateman. Christian Bale character. No, I don't know. He was perfect. I, I feel know. like that movie is the perfect portrait of, like, a psychopath, you know? You know what's really weird is I have, like, a big, like... I wouldn't even call it hatred. It's just, like... 
I don't get how Christian Bale is successful. Oh my I god! Hate him as an actor. Rude. I think he's been terrible in everything. Did you see? Uh, wow. Um, I mean, I, maybe. That's and you love the movie Batman movies. In the um, the Big Short. I haven't seen it yet. He was. That's probably the least favorite. Uh, a role for him in a movie. I think it was yeah. just. It just didn't fit him, but it was still a good movie otherwise. See, Nate, I'm going to have to disagree with you because I've seen him in a lot of movies where he was just, like, stellar. Like, he was in that movie, The Machinist, where he lost, like, a metric ton of weight, you know, eating, like, tree bark for, like, a year or something. He was really... Like, I think maybe you don't like that he's just so method. No, it... Because The Prestige was really good. Oh, American good Hustle movie. was really good. No, well, th- it was okay, but I he think, was good in it. I think that it comes down to... I don't like his face. Oh my god! Like, maybe that's really wow. vain of me, but that's I so genuinely don't like Christian you. Bale's face. You don't like his underbite? I I don't. I, there's something about it. I just don't like it. And I think <laughs> he made for a shitty Batman. I know people are gonna say wow. what? No, no way. Batman was amazing when he was in that movie because not because of Batman, but because of the fucking villains they used. They used Scarecrow, never been done before on the big yeah. screen. Yeah. They used an amazing Heath Ledger Joker, never been done again like that. Never will be done again like that. Those movies would be good to watch around Halloween too. True, those are good They're Halloween kind of scary. movies. Yeah. And then they, you know, fucked up royally and did Bane, and it was bad. You just ha- hate Tom Hardy. You just hate on Bane everybody. Godry. You're just hating on everybody today. I embrace the dog. It was a better band than in the... That's true. Kind of. True. He was a lot more visceral. I agree with that, but... (laughs) Not just full of green liquid. He was like Hulk smash. Uh, But, uh, you know... Yeah, I just don't... I don't like Christian Bale. I'm sorry. Okay. So what were we talking about? We were talking about recent things. Oh, we were talking about American Psycho. What have you seen recently? Yeah, Nate. Uh, Well, as you guys know, when it comes down to like watching movies, usually I've kind of like narrowed it down to like some people just like Westerns. Mm -hmm. I really just like, for the most part, like comic book movies, obviously. Mm -hmm. But if I'm not watching a comic book movie, where do I go? How do I escape that kind of a thing? Because that's so fanciful. I love documentaries, you know? So uh, I recently watched Man vs. Snake. It's a documentary on Netflix. You can watch it right now. It's about this guy uh, with the worst name ever because his name is Tim McVeigh. Not oh, the guy yeah. that you were telling me the, about not this the movie. guy that did the Oklahoma City bombings, but this kid that in 1983 set the world record. He was the first person to ever reach a billion points in this game called Nibbler. Now Nibbler is this like essentially like the Nokia phone game Snake, mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. a it's a patterned level kind of like um let's say pac-man but the whole thing is you can't hit your own tail the game is extraordinarily easy once you start the patterns but then it gets faster and faster and faster and faster and you get longer and longer and longer and longer and what happens is you have to marathon this game it's a marathon game you have to play for up to at least 40 hours to get a billion points without stopping right and the only thing you can do is if you have to like take a pee break or you need to eat some food you literally have to walk away from the machine and just hope you have enough lives to get through your break wow. which you can easily build up a lot of lives it's easy in the game to get you know up upwards of 100 well he's 40 now this kid who you know set the billion is 40 and um, he's like you know I'm gonna do it I'm going to break my own record. And then he finds out that someone in Italy has claimed that they broke the record six months after he was anointed champion. So he's lived his whole life thinking he's the greatest on Nibbler. And someone else has been also saying claiming the same thing, claiming the title. Were, yeah. That dude who, who beat his record didn't want to have anything to do with it. 
But some other guy was like, oh, man, we're cool. We're good friends. Why don't we just both go f- to see who can do the billion point challenge in Ibler and then whoever has the highest high score, you know, wins. Hopefully we can beat your original record, which was nominal after 1 billion. It was like 1 billion 2,040 or something was the final tally. Um, but yeah, they go for it, and the story just unfolds. It's very interesting to see this this thing play out and how it physically just destroys these people. They talk about when you're at your 36th hour with no sleep, it's you like having an LSD trip. So imagine playing a video game at hour 36 oh and having an LSD trip. It would just trippy. It'd mess you up, you especially know? with that the way the snake game is, which is all the exactly yeah that graphic exactly mm-hmm. and it is exactly that um so yeah like i said i would definitely recommend that that's like in documentary world i would say that's like a solid seven pizza mm-hmm. slices like it's not like I'm trying to think of like a better documentary to compare it's not every it to. it's not everyone's not everyone's gonna go watch that specific documentary first yeah correct like it's like it i wouldn't recommend that to you like let's say i would recommend the barkley marathons which another documentary we could talk about and unpack on a different podcast Barkley Marathons is like a nine pizza slice solid, you know, telling thing that's really awesome. This is more of like a fun, mostly lighthearted thing. If you saw King of Kong, Billy Mitchell's in it. So you kind of can, you know, recognize some of the characters and the cast from the, this film. Uh, yeah, so that's what I've been watching. Pretty much that's it. Uh, where are we? You like to watch a lot of those intense documentaries. I don't like watching that just because I get like so into it that it like ma- gives me anxiety. Hold on. How do you mean intense, though? Well, weren't you telling me about something called, like, Into the Void or something like that? Okay, hold on. Oh, oh, oh no, no, you're talking about Touching the Void. Whatever, I okay. don't know. Okay, so Touching the Void is this awesome <laughs> documentary. I'll be really... I'll, <laughs> He's told me about this, like, ten Really fast. Times. In 1984, these two guys decided that they were going to climb this really steep ice mountain. In like the Alps, I think, or I don't, I'm not, don't quote me on where it is. I want to, but I think it's in India, maybe. So they climb it successfully. Everything's cool. They get to the top. They're the first people to ever do it. You know, they're heading back down and one of the dudes breaks his leg. Well, in ice climbing, if you break your leg, your, your partner is told to leave you there to die. Like there's no, you, cause you can't, you physically can't risk your own life getting off the mountain Right. For another person because you'll both die. And then what's the point, you know? Cold-blooded. So this guy takes it upon himself to save his buddy's life. And then shit just gets worse and worse for them as it progresses. (laughs) And it has a really beautiful ending, like for real. But the documentary is really cool because it's told from a, I'm giving you an interview perspective. But then they do a really, really great job of supercutting reenactment to where it feels like you're witnessing those guys actually do the thing and it gets intense it's a fucking you're right touching the void is an intense documentary (laughs) Uh, but man versus snake is not so uh it is halloween as we said yeah uh i gotta ask you guys start with ap first if you could give a like a top five favorite horror movies or scary movies or movies to watch at halloween movies to watch during halloween however you want to characterize it movies that you enjoy around this time of year uh what do you need oh you need a pencil yeah oh i like I that make my she, little list she's, while he's talking. she's making yeah that's on that's yeah go ahead okay <laughs> there's one off the bat that's not really i actually watched it two different seasons i'm gonna have to go with 
The Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay, cool. My son and I just watched that a couple of days ago, and he did not. He was not amused because yeah, he's three. Yeah, wow. it scared him a little bit, so I had to turn it off. All right, that would be my first one. It's just, it's lighthearted, but it still has the little. It's, it's a little dark it's, and it's, creepy. It's, it's, it's taking its own fun with all the holidays, and it's it's always a good watch at this time of year. Um, just because I just watched it recently, I have to go with the the first Nightmare on Elm Street. Awesome. Ooh. Just, Absolute you can never, that just, movie makes me laugh so hard when he's like chasing the little blonde down the street with the, the giant like hands. You oh, know? I don't think just, it, it's so. What cheesy. was her name? Tracy or something? Yeah, I don't uh, know. And he's just like Nancy what? is the main character, right? right. Well, but, the, but like, oh, yeah, not, it's name. you can it's like the effects like, we have now. Looking at back then, you're like, it's like oh my! It just looks like dudes are literally just holding and waving his arms for. To dive in, yeah, it was so funny. You bring up that nightmare, the original, yeah. Robert England, Wes Craven. Did you see the newer one? Yes. Where they re they kind of re envisioned the original movie and right. took a lot of scenes directly from that movie and yeah, and, they modernized it like a lot of like the the bed scene, the girl getting chased, the classroom haunting. Yeah, yeah. they took a lot of that stuff and. Original still better, right? I mean, there's you can't. It's the remake might have had some better moments, they better effects, and you could actually you can get more scared because it's not as cheesy. But it's still you can't compete with the original. No, and to see a young Johnny Depp in his first actual acting role, correct? Mm-hmm. Very unseasoned, but still has his charm that he's carried through the next thirty years of his life. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes. So now number three, I think we are for you. Yeah, three. Just because it always makes me laugh, Freddy versus Jason. You know, it's really weird. I love that movie. I like the intro with Robert England's whole like, that was monologue. His last, that was his last cinematic turn Freddy. in. Yeah. Yep. And did they bring one of the original Jasons back? I don't know if it was the original, but it was one of the original. Like the Okay, so it's really weird. I actually met the, the guy who is known as the first Jason, Ari Lehman. He uh he has a band called First Jason because he that's kind of like his bread and butter. His fifteen minutes of fame was in the first original Friday the Thirteenth. The monster that comes out and grabs at the end uh-huh. was him. Um, but like that's all he's known for. He didn't really have a good acting career or whatever. But he was at Villains Con when we did episode one hundred for Journey into Comics, oh. and I met him and talked to him, and he was like huge Judge Dredd fan, loves comic books. He was a really interesting character. And then alternately talking about Jason, Jason, like the 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 big boy Jason, Kane Hodder was the original Jason. Oh, okay. Um, but I think Kane Hodder was the Jason for Freddy versus Jason. Okay, because it's just them fighting back and forth and just. The humor of them, like, she's mine! You can't have her! And just the whole... Yeah, it's just a fun movie. I agree. I agree. I, I was always hoping there was going to get a sequel they kind of left it open-ended, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. I always thought it would have been so neat if they would have done, like, Freddy versus Jason versus Pinhead, or Freddy versus Jason versus Michael Myers, or Didn't Freddy versus Jason like, in versus space Tucky. or something? That was Jason X. Oh, my God. Well, Jason X's storyline was a little <laughs> bit bizarre because it was like... He was... <laughs> captured and then cryo froze to keep him from killing anymore like in our time oh my god and then the earth so hold dumb on. and then the earth you know became no more because mm. of pollution and everything and you know the eventual heat oh, death of our so universe deep. but then people came back to earth to mine and find things and they brought 
the cryostasis of Jason onto their ship, and then he <laughs> proceeds. We'll talk about it later, but that actually, Jason X has one of, my opinion, the greatest horror movie kills of all time. Like I don't it, think I've seen Jason it stands, X. But... It stands the test of time, for sure. It's really weird. But uh, So, that was four? Four, four for me. Um, so, this is my fourth pick. Um, oh. I have to go with the first Paranormal Activity. Just because Ooh. those kinds of the bumps so and like scary. the ones that just get you to like I jumped so many times seeing that movie. That one's also very visceral. My yeah. sister well, was like seem, a teenager like, when that came out, and she watched it with my mom and had to like sleep in my mom's bed like, you can just for a while because she was so scared. <laughs> that movie you can just fucks see you up. It happen like it feels like it could easily happen. It's not one of those yes. ones like the suspension of disbelief doesn't like it feels like right because that you could can just be go back real. to your back to your room and then it could start happening and just the the whole uh found camera footage it. is a whole that was relatively new i mean it's only was, been done once before really well which was blair, blair witch, witch yeah. right same people yeah same people but who it did just, this they actually filmed it in the director's house i believe yes that's what which how they got away with using it later they didn't have to buy a house or rent right. a house for it yep. right but yeah it was very that was super scary. Could you imagine filming that movie in your own home? And then go back- and then sleeping in it? Like end well, of filming? Yeah, like- because you're like you know everything that's happening. You know, yeah, but, but I still like all these like you have a nightmare when I wake up and you're in that house, you're like, I I need to go. Yeah, like I need to step away from this. Yeah. And then Oh, I just had my fifth one. Oh, when darkness falls. No, I don't I've think, never seen I don't that. think I've seen when darkness it's, falls. It's um the whole plot of the story is, um, it's about the Tooth Fairy, which is kind of weird. So the Tooth Fairy wasn't actually like a, not really like a great person. She does what she does, but you're, if you see her, she will kill you. Oh, but, I saw that movie. That scared the shit out of me. Yeah. So. <laughs> I did not like that movie. I was not so amused. Like, so the guy saw her when he was little. So he sleeps with all the lights on because if it. If, if the it, Tooth Fairy, if you see it, then she'll kill you. She'll go. She's hunting you down because she doesn't want to be seen. She's also not pretty. She has like a porcelain mask and. Oh. Yeah. Some, so this dude got, like lives got, his life completely lit constantly. So she there's no shadows and, like, and she can't. One get of the him. craziest. It's super creepy. Which I've, I might bring up later, but one of the craziest kills was like someone jumping from one spot to the other and just being ripped out and Ugh. it's just like taken like she just flew in and just took him out it's Ugh. but yeah that movie and then like to top it off like after i watched that movie for the first time i went back to my bedroom power went out like oh scary. that would just that oh my god because I, nope. I felt like right like when it yeah, came out and i was fat. just nope i was just done i was i was awake <laughs> i'm not <laughs> Get the flashlight. I am not going anywhere. You didn't run out of the room because that's my first I, play. Yeah, I ran. <laughs> like, Grand got a flashlight. I am. That's it. That's horrible. But yeah, those I'm are. So sorry that happened to you. <laughs> it, it's it was fine. And that's an interesting top five. I've seen every single one of them except for the last one, which I'm, I'm now interested in checking out. I don't want to watch that movie again, so that you can do that on your own. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Thank I you. I definitely don't want to watch that movie okay, again. That's fine. Now, V, do you have a top five? I do. I made my little list. Okay, sure. <clears throat> so, every year around Halloween, I always watch the same movies because they're my favorites. I feel like I can name most of them. Do you want to take a guess, and I'll let you know if that's <clears throat> right? <sighs> okay. Did you look at my list? Did, I did you not, cheat? I did not look at your list. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to say, 
I can't read here. Oh. I know one for a fact, and I know this for a fact because you just posted on Foodies Watching Movies Facebook uh-huh. about how a specific actor from the specific film dressed yeah. as herself in that film, which is Hocus Pocus. Yeah, every year I watch Hocus oh. Pocus because I fucking love it. It was an amazing, amazing Disney movie. I want Ernest Scared Stupid to be on there, but I know it's not. It's not. It's not Damn. on my list. No, no, but I will. I, I was super pleased that Bette Midler dressed up as her character oh, for Halloween that. this year at some party, some fancy Did pants you party. Watch the the Hocus Pocus Heathens cover. Yes, that was really good. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Did, have you seen it? The, no, that song Heathens they used in Suicide Squad. Pilots, yeah. yeah. So. This some people did a mashup of like the three people from Hocus Pocus singing a combination of that Hocus Pocus song they sing at the party with the Heathen song, and it's Dope. really cool. Huh, I have to check that out. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to listen to that. Uh, I can't name any more on your list. I just knew Hocus Pocus. Are you sure? For sure. You don't even want to venture a guess. <sighs> I, I should venture a guess huh? based on the information you know about me and my Halloween routines yeah can i throw out one yeah would saw be on that list no we were talking about saw over lunch today though why were we talking about Saw? oh because you showed us that trailer for that ridiculously creepy movie oh the uh, would you rather would you rather rather, it was was that on netflix yeah it's probably on netflix it was when i watched it i don't know if it's still up there well it reminded us of saw and that's why we were talking about saw but no saw is not on my list i'll just go ahead and say um um Every year I watch Hocus Pocus because it's my one of my favorite movies, and I loved that shit when I was little. Oh my god, there's another one I think I know, but I can't <laughs> think of the name of the movie. Like, I know the scenes, I'm seeing it in my head, we watched it together. Is Slither one of them? Yes! Okay, Slither! Yes. Yes. Slither is definitely in my top favorite, like my top five favorite Halloween movies. Um, my Definitely my favorite James Gunn movie. More than Guardians? Yeah, Come on I love this movie because it's so damn funny. It's so weird. Me. Because it's like a and Michael Rooker is in it Me. and he's perfect. It's it's oh it's so good. Everybody needs to go and watch Slither right now. Me and um, it it's got the dude from Firefly and Castle and Nathan Fillion's in it. I love him. And Elizabeth Banks is in it and she's hysterical. It's yeah. a good cast. Yeah. Oh, it's oh, really great. It's super great. And uh, not a, I don't know why not a lot of people have seen this movie. I don't get it. It was a hilarious movie. It's about like space slugs that like infect the townsfolk of this like super backwoodsy, dirty town and turns them all into parasitic zombies. Yep. It's crazy. It's so good. It's so good. Everybody needs to watch Slither. So that's definitely on my list. My other one is we already talked about American Psycho. Should it? I don't know why this movie is like super poignant in my life right now. It keeps popping up like. We just watched this. We're seeing a song, American Psycho. Like, it's just, my feelers are up, and I'm like seeing it everywhere. It. Yeah. yeah. And I wanted to dress up as Patrick Bateman for Halloween, like, with a raincoat. But Where would you get a costume for that? I couldn't find a raincoat the anywhere. store. A clear raincoat. I couldn't find anything about that. So, my other one is Interview with the Vampire. Oh, I didn't even think oh, about that. Oh, that. that's a good movie. That's my I favorite knew. Anne Rice novel, because I've read all of her novels. I love them. And um, that one is my favorite. And I loved Kirsten Dunst in it. And it's like the only thing that I loved her in. <laughs> and Brad Pitt was magical. It was great. And Tom Cruise. And I watched, yeah, God, I can't stand Tom Cruise, but man, was he great in that movie. See, I think he of was Tom dead Cruise on. And all I can think of is Tropic Thunder. Well, because that that's, character is. That's you. I watched this movie when it came out, like in 1990, what was it, three or 94? I was on TV the other day, too. I watched. 
part of it. It's, yeah. it's a good... It's a good movie to watch irregularly. Like, just every so often, just put that in. It's a, well, that used to be, like, my night-night movie when I was, like, a gothy little teen. So I watched that shit, like, every day for literally years. You know, just, like, in the background or at mm-hmm. night. So I loved that movie. It was super, super fancy and dramatic. I have an interesting story about Interview with a Vampire. Oh, do tell. So I didn't see this, like when i was younger when it came out in the 90s i didn't see it but when i was like 17 18 my buddy whose mom owned a uh antique shop he's like hey man you'll never believe what my mom got brought into the shop today and she just told me to bring it home and i was like what and he's like laser disc player <laughs> so we hooked up a laser disc player and one of the only movies he had was interview with a vampire oh, which we weird. watched on laser disc wow. that's cool you know it is very cool we got those big you know they're like giant cd ROMs. huge cds they yeah. flip side one side two yeah i don't think i ever watched anything that was on laser disc it's bizarre i think i've seen a laser i just don't think i've ever watched i mean they if they'd have been smaller they would have been i mean they are dvds right they would have been smaller yeah exactly you know. um so yeah, that's what I have for that. What's your last one? My last one is um, my other favorite, The Shining. Oh. I watch it every Halloween season, and inevitably I'm always watching it alone, which creeps Day-day. me out. You want to watch it tonight? Sure. Okay. I can watch it anytime. I love this movie. I love this movie, and I love the book, and I love that they're so completely different from each other because I know, like Stephen King says that he hated the movie The Shining because Stanley Kubrick completely changed so many important details from the book and the book was super scary scariest book i ever read super super scary great book and um i just loved stanley kubrick's version of it too like it was so good and jack nicholson was perfect in it i thought that was perfect casting and i remember like being in high school and taking a film lit class and we had to study um, The Shining for its color symbolisms and everything. So it's really fun to go back and watch that movie, you know, as an adult and be like, oh, yeah, they're trying to be super symbolic here with their reds. And Did their- you see um, the Stephen King made miniseries that he made of The Shining, like his version? I did. He hated the movie version so much that he funded and produced, or well, he produced a miniseries on TV. And it was very close to the book but um it's not the stanley kubrick but stephen king just puts out i mean no offense to stephen king he's an amazing writer but anything that he's like any film thing he's done has always been super b-movie cheesy and just like not the best acting and production i mean eh, i'd i'd watch it again but it was like 10 fucking hours yeah those miniseries yeah and it had like a bunch of like smaller named actors um like that do tv miniseries you know but yeah. it, on the other hand <laughs> uh, but it was definitely closer to the book and i it's worth watching if you like the shining the shining makes me think of episode zero because twister has scenes from oh yeah the shining yeah that so, was definitely and that makes for scary movie watching mm-hmm. and i was going to say that definitely would fall into we later on we were going to talk about like memorable halloween movie scenes or death scenes or whatever and that scene from the shining with the two little girls in the hallway and like the little boy is riding his tricycle down the hallway and just like the sounds that his little bike is making Mm -hmm. on the hardwood floor and then onto the carpet and then the gong and there's like these little dead girls it's horrific yeah super scary super creepy that shit stays with you just never unsee the old woman 
Never oh, in the tub? Oh, I know. The Shining, like, we could do a whole episode just talking about The Shining. I'd be up for that. Because it's so good. That's, I mean, I'm game. <laughs> I'm planning for Coming next soon. <laughs> yeah, we'll do a stand-off we'll just, episode We'll just about watch that. it after this episode. We won't tell them. We'll, yeah, film so the that, whole ep- we'll do the whole episode and then just release it a year later. That was my list. And also, I will say that there's there was a movie on Netflix. I don't know if it's still on Netflix. Called I think it's called Room... Two three seven, and it's a documentary about The Shining and all the weird like oh, conspiracy. But the hotel. No, not about the hotel, just about the movie, the making oh. of the movie, and um, how like how intense it was for Shelley Duvall and Stanley Kubrick and production costs and all these things. But it's like a lot of conspiracy things about this movie as well. So if you're into that kind of thing, it, I think it's called Room 237. I love a good conspiracy You story. would love this movie. So we should check it out. <laughs> Is it my turn for Top yes, 5? Yes, what's oh, your goodness. list? Okay, so I have listened to Poor Boy's list. I've listened to your list. I have not thought for one second, so I'm riffing right now. These are, these are just <laughs> the ones that pop into my brain as my okay. absolute favorite like top Like, what five. could you watch over and over every okay. Halloween? <clears throat> so, Wes Craven's New Nightmare, hands down one of the best Freddy stories because it takes place in the real world. Oh, was that the... Um... And they are actors, you know, they think, oh, they're, oh, so you're just an actor. Robert England is Robert England in the movie, the lady that plays Nancy I never saw herself. that movie. I heard but good things about But then Freddy comes to life, and it's like them being real people fighting this idea of Freddy that's kind of haunted them because they've had to deal with him as a character and do these movies, and you never think how it psychologically messes you Does... up. Robert England played Freddy both. as well. Oh. He plays both himself and Freddy, and it's super, it's super visceral. <laughs> um, I would also say... Um, I'm surprised no one said The Addams Family, because we are watching that right now. And nah, this is like one of my favorite Halloween it's, movies, too. It's like it's great so for a background. It'd be like my top... Tw- it'd make it my top 20. I don't know where it would place, but it probably wouldn't be my... It wouldn't make it probably in my top ten. I know my next one. Okay, what is For it? For sure. I'm over here looking at my movies, so my brain <laughs> works better. Uh, Saw 2. I know you guys thought Saw 1 for sure was making the list. Maybe not. We'll see. But Saw 2 had a really cool story for me. I love that it's the idea I love that... you're just standing that, up right now. <laughs> well, I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm doing what I can, right? But, uh, He's crooning up there. Saw yeah. 2 is like... Oh, oh, and that one too. Okay, cool. I got my next two. <laughs> okay. okay, so Saw 2 is really awesome because the story is like everybody having to work together and if you just do what you're told, everything will be fine and that's the whole lesson is just do what you're told and everything's cool and then that's not the same lesson as Saw number one. Uh, and that's why I think the movies is, in general are pretty cool. I have almost every single Saw movie and I, I did like this Was that the like one where like, if they would have done everything as a group, they would have been fine? Well, kind of. Is that like the one where, like, like is that the one that has the you have to give blood at the end? No, that's six. That's six. I'm pretty sure that's six. God, there's like a million well, of these uh, movies. No, they all kind of blend two together. was where they the start off one. in the small room together. Everybody's in the small room together, and the one dude walks to the peephole to see what's going on and tries to turn the handle, and it says not to do that, oh, and it and shoots the- him through the eye. And then, like, um, one of the Wahlbergs is in it. I think it's Donnie Wahlberg is in the movie is the main lead and his character kind of carries the lineage of the story further past the second movie uh next on the list so shocked nobody has said this one yet hmm. hi um seven 
Oh. What's in the box? What's in the box, Brad Pitt? Damn, that movie's good. I just, good. Like, I just never thought Hollow, or like, it was a psychological thriller yeah, more than like a scary like movie. Yeah, it's not like a horror movie or something. But I, I just it does, associate it does. the time with that. Yeah, it doesn't that. mess with your... Uh, now this one's bizarre on my top five. How about 13 Ghosts? Oh, I remember that oh, movie. I have not seen that movie. In that glass house. Oh, man. What's up? They, they were in that, like glass house or something mechanically glass house yeah. yeah i remember that movie matthew lillard gets cut in half through the door <laughs> yeah. the door just jump, shuts mm-hmm. him in uh shannon elizabeth is in that as well mm-hmm. uh, I, don't, I like that movie that movie always makes me there's some of really great oh, costumes in that ghost movie. ship also that movie ghost think, makes me think of ghost ship too yeah those yeah. two kind of go hand in hand uh-huh. although ghost ship's probably not on the list it's definitely uh, not original on my list. nightmare on elm street is four that was me oh. okay. and then uh, which Nightmare on Elm Street, we've already kind of discussed why it's great. It's a phenomenal film. Mm-hmm. Can't top it. Uh, five is Paranormal Activity. You said my pick. My story for Paranormal Activity is why it's on my list. Okay. Now, I don't know if you know this about me. I know you haven't heard this story. So, uh, Brando gets married in 2008 on Halloween. And we have an option. Because the wedding party has decided that after the wedding, we're all going to go see a movie in the theaters. And we have two choices, Saw 5 or Paranormal Activity. And I was like, fuck it, watch Paranormal Activity. I didn't know anything about this movie. I would not seen a trailer. I had no idea. I saw nothing. Okay, so I walk into this movie completely blind to it. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the movie, I thought that it was a fucking documentary. And like, <laughs> I, was, I was in my head convinced like that. Like this was this had really happened to people because it's just the way it shot. And like I said, I had no The found footage. No idea. And it says based on a... Doesn't it say like based yeah. on a true story. Well, it wouldn't does. you think? Oh, they wouldn't actually air this in theaters if it was it's real. Not true, because but if you're in that mindset, you can. It, it's very believable. It is very believable. I will say that movie was very believable. It was super creepy. Like the Ouija board gets set on fire, <laughs> and I was just like, "Fuck that!" Not fucking with Ouija boards ever again. I haven't touched one since. Like oh legit, God. you know. Uh, but that movie was bizarre because we watched it in theaters. We all leave the theater and no one says a word. We're all just kind of like in shock, you know? Mm. And I'm like, guys, I'm like, Brando, I know I said I'd drive home after this, but fuck that. It's dark out and I don't want to be in the dark by myself, you know? Mm-hmm. So I went over to their house and we <laughs> stayed up till like five in the morning. But you would think, oh, you Wait, just went on. On their wedding? Yeah. Oh, okay. They told us, they're like, come over. Because like, <laughs> it was like me, Wes, Rob. That's cool. And a couple other people. Um, and then obviously Kate and Brando. So their anniversary is tomorrow? Uh-huh. Oh, well, happy anniversary, guys. Which would be six years together, Brando and Kate. So happy six-year oh. anniversary tomorrow, yesterday, whenever Mazel you... Tov. October 31st of 2016 is when we're talking about for Correct. you future watchers or listeners. Whatever. Uh, but so I stayed over there, and we even looked it up. Like, was the movie real? Like, was it a documentary <laughs> or not? Yeah. And we found out that it was not, in fact, real. And it still messed with me. And then I was like, well, I got to show people this movie. It's f- like, it fucked me up. What is it going to do to other people? <laughs> oh, my God. So I showed Sarah and Dad, and they were tripped down about it, too, you know. Um, but I never saw any paranormal activities outside of the first one. Yeah. Oh, I saw I saw all of them except for the one that just came out. The Ghost Dimension one? I didn't see that one. I, liked, I just saw the... The one that took place in the past was pretty good. First three. So I don't know if that was the second or third one. The one that took place... They were all creepy. I don't like watching scary movies anymore, honestly. Ever since I had my son, I feel like I can't watch that shit anymore. Like desensitized you to being, yeah, you know, and just being alone a lot. It's like hard to do that. 
Sure, bring it up. Honorable you, mention. When you mentioned Matthew uh, Lillard, it, it, Scream? Maybe, no. Scooby Doo? No. Idle, <laughs> idle Hands. Idle Hands, oh, yes. Idle Hands. Weren't we nice. just talking about that movie? That movie uh, I feel like the, I was talking about it with somebody. Because I kind of, with this and then with freaking uh, thing. What? Christopher Lloyd. Well, no, with the, the hand and Adam's family. Oh, yeah, Idle Hands. It was just, that the movie was, thing. and then Seth Green, and it was just, that's just a fun movie. That was such a great movie. I love Devin Sawa the in that movie. I love the soundtrack to that movie. Oh, yeah. It had a great, like, rock metal Idle soundtrack hands, to the it. Devil's playing field. It was super cool. That was a good movie. But just, it's a total stoner movie, stoner Halloween movie. Wow. Excellent honorable mention. Good. Well done. Do you have a good honorable mention for Halloween time? Something that maybe didn't make your list, but you still enjoy? Well, I like I said, Adam's Family. That's my honorable mention, and Adam's Family Values, which is the the second one, the sequel. Yeah, that one was a really good one too. I love uh, Joan Cusack in that movie. I love Joan Cusack in general, so she can do no wrong in my do you like mind's eye. I do. I like John Cusack a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, does Nate have an honorable mention? Yeah, I gotta look at my uh, movies real quick here. <laughs> Sorry, cheater. I don't, I don't mean to pastor up. Uh, so I have all these movies, and I've seen like all these movies, and it's hard. It's difficult to. Sometimes I like watching Willy Wonka around Halloween because that's pretty creepy. It's original. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the, Gene Wilder. The tunnel. R.I.P. Oh, I do have an honorable mention. Speaking of Gene Wilder. Okay. Nate just bought us Young Frankenstein because I couldn't find my copy. Oh, Bingo. And That's he got hilarious. it for $5, and we were so happy, and we watched Young it. Young Frankenstein's a good movie. Yes, it is. It is one of my favorite Mel Brooks movies. It is actually my favorite Mel Brooks movie. It was my night-night movie that I would watch at night when I was pregnant, so I watched it for like 10 months uh, every night. Uh, so I got that sound bitch memorized. But it's so clever and funny and the, silly and weird. What was the name? Abby something. Abby. Abby someone. Abby normal. <laughs> Abby normal. Okay, so I just saw two honorable mentions, but I'm going to go with the one that's going to be more popular because if I say the other one, you guys are going to think I'm just fucking weird. Okay. <clears throat> Army of Darkness. Yes. Duh. Great movie. Uh, my second honorable mention that was less obvious was number 23. I really like that movie. It's creepy and fucked up. Oh, the Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey yeah. where he, his first... Yeah, that also what? was number twenty three. The number twenty three. You never, never saw gets obsessed that? about the that number because everything can break down to the number twenty three, oh. and they play on it, and it's so fucking it'll mess. I don't you think up. I ever saw that movie. It's super familiar sounding. Very like visceral. I know the premise now, but I don't remember ever watching it. Okay, so let's talk about some things you do remember, guys. Uh, just maybe one to start out with. If you got a couple, we'll riff on them back and forth. Movie deaths, like major movie deaths from horror films, any kind of, you know, b- just brutal. There are tons of brutal. I've got a gory. couple. Okay, I was Go thinking about this, and we were talking about Scream earlier. Well, we breezed by Scream earlier, but I always remembered when Rose McGowan died in that garage door in the movie Scream. That was gross. I didn't like it, but it always stuck with me because it like showed her like face being crunched and i'm like oh Uh, why why yeah that Uh, one stuck with me now i mentioned it earlier jason x has in my opinion the greatest murder sequence Mm -hmm. for a horror film ever because jason x he's laying there he's you know still in the cryostasis they think Mm -hmm. he's laying there you know 
and then he gets, he sits up and the girl doesn't realize it and you know they're in f- this future space lab or whatever mm-hmm. and they just happen to have a sink filled with like nitroglycerin so jason dunks her head in it lifts her up and then shatters her face on the on the counter because it freezes her face nitrogen nitrogen liquid nitrogen yes okay liquid nitrogen i was gonna say what why would it liquid glycerin no liquid (laughs) nitrogen my fault okay well that's gross that's definitely memorable yeah because i mean he holds her down you know and then he lifts her up and you can just see that her face is frozen and she's still kind of there and then he smashes you know another thing that stuck with us that we haven't touched on was the latest episode of the walking dead I was going to bring it up. I'm so glad you did first, though. (laughs) Well. Spoilers. (laughs) Yeah, spoilers, guys. If you haven't seen the latest episode of Walking Dead, you you probably shouldn't. But we watched it, and we knew what was going to happen because we've been reading the comic books, and we're all caught up on those. But Sarah didn't read the comic books, and she was not ready for what happened last Sunday, so we ended up turning it off because it was too close to the comics which i didn't appreciate it actually it was, was so close that it was a little it much too for me close. yeah that's like i said i is. knew it was gonna be that like i was expecting it i was fully expecting everything but i don't think it like and i even said this on journey into comics uh episode 113 vampire bat by the way uh <laughs> shameless plug Hello. uh honestly it it was not seeing glenn's eye pop down it was not seeing his brains coming out of his dome. It was not seeing his little arm twitch after he was gone. Him trying to talk to Maggie fucked me up. That's what fucked me up when I read the comic issue. What was that, issue 100? 100, yeah. Yeah. When I read issue 100, that stayed with me for like a month and after were, I read it. I was in a and funk you know what's crazy? because they killed off Glenn. But they, uh, from and, and we, you know, we shut it off and then came back and I watched the rest of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I kind of skipped past the scene. Mm-hmm. And apparently there's a line that the slowly dying Glenn says that's like really messed up fans where after he says Maggie's name, he says, I'll find you. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Because they always talk about how they find each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. just... Super awful. They just, they just took it to and that I don't, extreme. I feel like I don't want to watch The Walking Dead anymore just because the comics are so good and I feel like this show is just going to mess it up. It's just amazing they can show that on... on- tv like, yeah that's what they not, showed was like, so not even graphic on, like, premium cable it's just and it didn't even look that bad because you knew i knew it was coming and as soon as that first hit came down with lucille you're like okay they're gonna show it and it's gonna be awful and then it was like super not cartoony i mean it was well applied makeup effects but it just it it's took still, away from it. it that gratuitous nastiness took away from what it was it's weird because i feel like the walking dead to me now has transformed from like where it was a show that I could kind of dive into, and even though there's a lot of unbelievable aspects, like the the walkers and stuff, that it's taken a twist now where I'm going to have to watch this from here on in, cons- consistently telling myself, these guys are just actors. These people are just actors. They're right. not real. Because I do that with Game of Thrones. That way I'm Yeah, totally that way you don't get emotionally involved. Exactly. Invested exactly. in it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I liked Glenn, and I knew mm-hmm. Glenn. I mean, it was it was fate. But, uh, yeah, that was very gross. Now, back to the movie side. Memorable mm-hmm. Deaths, APU. Oh, I'm surprised we haven't really brought this up at all yet. 
but the deaths in the Final Destination movies. Ew. Yep. Those are. I always the think most about the graph- tanning bed one. That one's yep. rough. Where she got ride that in always the gets bed. me is when the boy gets crushed by the pane of glass, and it just Ew. that drop and it just flattens yep. him, and it's just now super that chunky. movie totally messed me movie, up like, because when it came out, I watched it like the day before I flew on a like twenty-hour oh. flight to Australia yeah, when I was like fourteen. <laughs> And, they, and, they, and, and it was like a plane crash movie at the beginning, and right. it freaked me out so bad. Have you seen all of the all five of them? I've only seen I the first like three. The first two, oh, okay, because it actually it it closed the loop in the most beautiful way, which is pretty awesome. See, the third one spoiled like soured the whole series for me. The third one wasn't because the third one they took say cheese and die from the freaking Goosebumps books and then said it was Final Destination story. That pretty much was the And it was like <laughs> come on. I love that you just made that Goosebumps reference. Say cheese and uh, die. Do you remember that? Yeah, I had tons of Goosebumps but books. But I mean specifically the Say Cheese and yeah, Die story. Yeah, the roller coaster one, right? No, the Say Cheese and Die story was where the dad would take a Polaroid with the magic camera and then like the picture would be the boy with the broken ankle. And, and they'd be like, wait, the, his ankle's not broken, and then his ankle would get broken. Ew, yeah. And it would, like, future predict. That. Oh, my God, they, Goosebumps they made, they are two, so rad. Yep, books Say of Cheese that. and Die 2 was, I remember like, that was I always one liked of my the favorite Goosebumps masks. books. I have the first 60 Goosebumps still to really? this day. That's awesome. You should yeah. go read one. I just well, like, <laughs> oh, like when he, stepped, when he has the nail going through his foot. And then yep. he, that is, yeah. Yeah, that is. They pretty much pulled that right into but those then, old then away Goosebumps from movies, those the, the the TV show they had where they just like televised the novels. The Haunted Mask. Oh. I loved the Haunted Mask. The, it was so good. The mask was so good. I just like the dude who plays the corner in the Foundation Mist movies because you're like pretty sure he's death. Tony Todd, who's was also the voice of Zoom. Yep. Yeah, that voice just. He was also Candyman. Oh yeah, he his voice will could be in anything. He could be anything, too. He's hey, good. here's another honorable mention I'd like to mention. Honorably? <laughs> sure. I'm having trouble thinking of the name. What was the movie? It was like a vignette movie with all these like weird, unrelated Halloween time stories. Like, And then it culminated into one big scene. With Anna Paquin was in it. She was like a werewolf secretly. Was it... Pum- it's not Pumpkinhead or... Oh, God, I can't think of it. I don't know. Okay. You're going to have to this, look it up. I'm going to have to Google it. Sorry, guys. While you're guys. looking that up, though, oh, please. another, that vignette movie, what do you think of the movie that's on Netflix now? Cat's Holidays. Eye? Oh. Holidays? Yeah. It's a bunch of scary stories that are set on these, on like every holiday. And like they had different directors come in. Like Kevin Smith directed a Halloween one that was super messed up. But like they, it was a bunch of these little tiny like 10-ish minute short films they put together that played out each holiday like it opened up with the holiday like they had the creepiest thing was they had one for easter which was a combination of like the common easter rabbit and then still like the whole religious aspect of it it was this weird amalgamation that was terrifying it was, i found it was this like, movie it's called trick-or-treat this movie i was looking oh, for good. with sam that's a great movie this one yeah that's sam yeah that was a good one trick-or-treat was good that was worth watching Sorry, I interrupted you. Yeah, no, you're fine. So, in holidays, is there a crazy death sequence that you were going to bring up? Um, is there anything you can think yeah, of? Yeah, there was. Um, oh, where was it? 
Oh, it was um, it was Mother's Day, because it was they did a weird thing about um, but it ended with literally like, I could never if I was a woman, I don't think I could have kids after that one. It's just like ew, because like the whole thing was like every time, she kept wanting to not have a baby, so she kept having like uh, she kept getting rid of the kid, and apparently there was this weird thing with this culture about they kept coming back strong and ends up like. Just getting ripped out of, I'm like, oh no, Ew. this gi- like almost looks like a full grown man's like arm. Like I'm like, no, <laughs> that was terrifying. Um, Sounds like that just ended. That's a big fat nope. And then just ended. I was like, me. what? Oh no, thanks. Yeah, but there's some crazy deaths in that one too. All right, guys. So I uh, I want to move us a little bit forward, talking about crazy deaths. There are some deaths in a movie we just watched today that were crazy and hilarious and bizarre. Yeah, let's talk about what we watched today, finally. And different. And now you had seen this film prior. Yeah, I've seen this movie one other time. I have been a champion of this film since the first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. And this movie's I was great. so excited to, to, to show it to somebody who hadn't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, AP, what did you think of Tucker and Dale versus Evil? Uh, just unpack it as best you can, man. Oh, it was hilarious. It definitely wasn't... Ex- like, when you first... To the movie, I was not expecting that to be... You're like, oh, it's Alan Tudyk. And they're like, okay. And then it's like... plays right, like It plays on every cliched, like, either horror movie or, like, teenage... Yeah, this movie's a parody. Movie. But, like, you're, it just messes with you. Like, everything gets kind of spun on its head. You're like... The people you think are going to be, like, the bad guys... Are like the night the two nicest dudes you'll ever meet who are just in the, just keep getting they're an having unfortunate a, a situation. doozy of a day. They're having a doozy, they're having of, a a doozy day. of a day. And then these kids are just terrible people. Yeah. And just do the still do the dumb kid things with like the teen movie like classic stuff. You know, yeah. let's smoke weed. We're gonna drink. We're gonna go skinny dipping in the woods at night alone. But yeah. They're like falling. Stories around the yeah, they're falling into like all of the classic horror movie stereotypes, and then they somehow get turned into the villains. And this is a great movie. It's super weird and funny, and there's tons of like horrendous, random, awful death sequences. Like at one point, somebody gets a head dives into a wood chipper, and you can't feel bad because the way that it it's done was just super funny. Right. So like, you're like laughing at some guy's pl- like, plight. They would introduce a wood chipper in the middle, like with yeah. no reason. Like, cause like even Nate said during the movie, like they're chipping perfectly good firewood in this cabin right. in the woods. Why so would like, you do that? Like, well, because they needed a wood chipper in that scene. That's well, why. You said that too, <laughs> uh, yeah. The first time I saw this movie, I was just utterly baffled by how hilarious it was because you said it plays on the parody thing. Yeah. But while it does that, it doesn't do it in a kind of overly grotesque way. I'm not talking like how, uh, was it scary movie, right? Oh, yeah. To scream. It, it, there's all these parallels. They're trying to do the same scene for scene, but then they're adding comedic, just off putting comedy in it to kind of make it a little less tense. This movie takes it a completely different turn because it's like things aren't bad, but these kids make things bad because of what they have in their head, right. what the preconceived notion of these other characters are, you know? Mm-hmm. So they turn it, like they spin a story in their own head and they're essentially fighting themselves. Right. Right. Cause all the, it's like, just a big guys, misunderstanding. This whole movie is just a big miscommunication. It's crazy blood on their hands, but they never actually hurt anyone. Like, right. just like it like, was when, all accidents. Like, whoops! Like, don't run with a giant sharpened piece of wood. Like, just, yeah. 
Oh, I don't know. Yeah, some dude gets impaled in the And, woods like, the person and... you don't think is going to be the villain in the end becomes the villain. You're like, oh, awesome. Yeah, that I would definitely recommend this movie. How many pizza slices would we give it? Or should we say in this case, how many PBRs would we give it? Oh, I love it. Yeah. Because... Uh, they drink a lot of PBR in this movie. I agree uh, with that. It's good for wounds. <laughs> yeah. Every every <laughs> wound, he pours it on his... Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. so how many PBRs would this movie get? I'm going to go with eight. With eight? I don't, are we doing a 10 scale? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I thought we were doing it in six packs. No, it's like... Oh. Yeah, they just keep going. Clever uh-huh. wordplay. I think get it in a nice... I think on a first time viewing that movie, I would say... I'd say one and a half six packs. So like, let's say eight cans. Wow, eight cans. I like that. Okay, okay. okay. Um, so an eight. Yeah, I'm gonna do this a little bit differently, um, and do a totally different reference. It's gonna tie in another podcast here. Okay, and we're just you know tethering Go all the it. different podcasts. So, uh, if I was grading Tucker and Dale versus Evil, do you, do you guys remember like in the '90s? When Stone Cold Steve Austin would come down to the ring, and they he would just throw his hand up, and they give him beers, and then he would go up in the ring, and he would chug the beers, and then he would go to another ring post, and he would do the same thing over and over and over again. Okay. Like, four rounds of that is how this movie makes me feel. Just <laughs> going up on ring ropes, chugging the beers, going to another set of ring ropes, chugging more beers, going to another, <laughs> chugging more beers, you know. It's oh. just, it's fun, it's zany. Mm-hmm. It's sincere. It's it has super a really, genuine. It's it, got a great it, friendship message. It does. It has a great story behind it <laughs> while gross. being completely just bizarre. Yeah, it's I don't a great even movie. Like, you don't even like fishing. You couldn't even hurt a fish. You know. So my my friend I, Alan uh, has given me some horrible, horrible, awful, no no good movie review like recommendations. But this one was Alan's recommendation, and we watched it and. It was so funny, Dale and Tucker. Tucker and Dale versus yeah. Evil. Yeah, it was great. That was one of his winning m- movies. This is also the same person who told me to watch that stupid fucking movie Rubber about the killer tire. That movie was horrible. That movie was super horrible. It was the worst movie. Can we talk about <laughs> that? I'm happy that there's going to be a sequel to Tucker and Dale. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Let's bring it up. Nate, you you mentioned that earlier. Do I'm tell. pretty sure if I grab my telephono right now, I want to say Tucker and Dale versus Evil two. Comes out in early 2018 or late 2017. Actually, probably filming it next year sometime. That's super yeah. exciting. I'm pleased. So because they set it up nicely for a sequel years down the road. If I go back here and if I just do Tucker and Dale vs Evil Two, a second thing here. So I'm so as glad Adam's family is on right March now. 22nd of 2016. So that's within this year. Mm-hmm. Horrorfreaksnews.com reports that uh, if you haven't seen Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, you're missing one of the greatest horror comedy hits, uh, the or, uh, comedies to hit the public in a long time. Uh, stellar, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Tyler Labine, who played Dale, and Alan Tudyk, who played Tucker, uh, who star uh, the titular characters in Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, are more than interested in seeing a sequel come to life. The next, they've had nothing, next to nothing in regards to details, um, but they said that it's on its way soon. Um, so I would say, yeah, look for that in the next year or so. That would be wonderful. I'd be super pleased. It'd be I super bizarre. Wait. And great. 
and different. So I also wanted to take this opportunity to mention that since it's Halloween and uh, this is foodies watching movies, we've been making a lot of pumpkin flavored things around here. We've been making a ton of pumpkin spice cupcakes with like this amazing cream cheese frosting. And uh, I bought, I went to Sur La Tabla <laughs> and got uh, that pumpkin emulsion. So I've been putting that in so many different things and it's magnificent. It's Duabla. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> From Sur La Tabla. Fancy yeah, yeah. Pants. Well, I mean, uh, you know, um, pumpkin spice is every white girl's fantasy. Well, it's basically the best. <laughs> it's basically the best. Of course you would say that. Yeah. Uh, now. Oh, and we also made uh, a treat. My One of my friends was getting married and asked me to make some treats for a party she had. So I made some um, peanut butter, butterscotch, Rice Krispie treats covered with butterscotch and chocolate ganache. And it was really, they, they looked great. They tasted good. I'm sure they They got did. a good review. She liked them. Well, that's awesome. Now, let's, you're talking about food reviews. Yeah. We are foodies watching movies now. Again, here we go. I'm tethering yet another podcast to our podcast. Okay. When Brandon had Sort of Live podcast, the thing that they would do is they would try something new on every episode that, no, that neither him nor, nor Rob had tried before. Uh-huh. Today, we tried something. Hand me that bottle, please. I want to just make sure oh, I'm yeah. saying and reading this ship correctly. So today we tried Fintiman's Cherry Tree Cola. It's botanically brewed, fermented botanical cherry drink with ginger and herbal extracts. Thoughts? It was super floral it was, and spicy it was, and gingery. It kind of tastes like they took like a spiced cherry candle and dropped into like a can of Coca-Cola. That's exactly how it tasted. It tasted like a Coke-flavored candle. Nah, I tasted the smell of Bed, Bath, and Beyond or something. (laughs) You know, it just tasted like candle. Yeah. Bath and Body Works. Bath and Body Works, yeah. They come in these really cool, vintage-y, like, squat-looking bottles. And they've got cool labels, and, I mean, I dig it. It's kind of hipstery, I'm not going to lie. What's the glass part of it say? Botanically brewed that's what it says botanically brewed ingredients are like super super basic like it's like better for you than i guess some of the other pops i mean it's just from it's fermented ginger root water cola flavor cherry flavor caffeine <laughs> super of course basic. they had to throw the caffeine in. yeah it's got a ton of sugar in it 32 grams of sugar Oof. i don't know i don't think i'd buy it again this brand also does a rose flavored lemonade that comes in the really cool bottles too and that's delicious we really that's liked lemonade. that yeah but we we found it at target okay so you found this at target yeah discounted it was on clearance okay. yeah so before we move forward i want to get a review on this I don't know if we'll do like five thumbs up because it's pop, yo. Okay. Uh, Thoughts? I'd I'd have to give it a three. Three. Yeah. Solid three. I've had worse. Mm -hmm. I've had better. It was. It was. It was different. It was different, but it wasn't. It didn't really wow me one way or the other. Is this one yours? No. Oh, I finished mine. That's yours. I moved it onto the coaster. Like, it's. Yeah, just. Can I have one last sip of that just mm-hmm. to on just to on air be able to give a like a fresh Yeah, taste? you nailed it, man. It tastes just like a cherry flavored candle, a Coke candle. Yeah. I mean, it's nice, like it but I don't want to drink a whole lot of like, it. Like if I had 
if I had more than one of those at a time, I would probably get sick. Mm -hmm. I feel like, I feel like the sweetness and the taste would just, right. I would not want to, I'd need like water in between. Fermented, you know what it is? It's the fermented ginger in it. It gets you in the nose. It's like, it's it's spicy. It's like kind of burning my tongue a little bit. Like if you if you guys are like finishing a six pack of those, you would just feel your Sick. tongue would feel like burning. It mm-hmm. would just not be pleasant. But miserable for one drink, it would probably be a, like one. <laughs> if drink you want to be a, a, a little be okay. fancy hipster, then get these drinks because the bottles are cool and they they taste kind of fun and different. Yeah. But you're not going to want to drink a whole one. Maybe if you're mixing it with something alcoholic, it might be okay. Oh, there Ooh, you go. There you so go. Cool. That yeah. so or some cherry whiskey. Yeah, some kind of cherry whiskey, That'd be maybe. really sweet, but it would be bad. Amaretto. Mm-hmm. Something. Yeah. All right, so uh, three, three. I'm going to go two and a half. Yeah. It didn't really wow me. I think there's something with the... It tastes like flat pop to me. I think that's the one thing. Yeah, it's not it's carbonated a, enough. Right. It's not carbonated enough. It's a little flat tasting, especially after it's been like getting you, more room off, temperature. It didn't really, didn't really fizz up right it away. It was just... Right. I mean, and you got to think, you got this at like Target for what, three bucks? Discounted. No, they were like six bucks, weren't they? I think they were three. Maybe they were six originally, and they were on clearance, clearance for like for three. three. Yeah. yeah. But clearance. Speaking of clearance, tomorrow, not tomorrow. Tuesday. Future tomorrow. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Past Tuesday. Tuesday, November first mm-hmm. of twenty sixteen. Uh, What's Tuesday? Why are we talking about Tuesday? Because that's major Apple. discount candy day. Baby, oh, and all the decorations, <laughs> all Halloween candy and decorations and costumes will be on clearance because it's time to move to the best, most important season of seasons. Christmas time. Oh no! Because they're going to skip. They skipped it. They already skipped it. They're already Christmas trees. At I places. saw. I saw Ew. Christmas decorations up tandem with the Halloween. So I'm like, you can't, you can't. They can't touch. Can I just say that it's super annoying that people get super excited about Christmas literally before Halloween has even happened? I understand Christmas is magical and fun. Yes, I'm excited about that, but I don't want to be excited about it until it's cold and snowy, like in December. Right. Okay. Because I love Thanksgiving. That's my favorite holiday. Yeah. Oh, I cannot wait for Thanksgiving. Putting a bunch of pounds on for this Thanksgiving, like four in a row. Oh, I plan on gaining at least 10 pounds. (laughs) I mean, I think there's four or five Thanksgivings we're having in a row, though. Like, for real. Yeah, we're having a lot of Thanksgivings this year. Because, you know, um, Anthony has has brought up to me... Friendsgiving! ...that he wants to do Friendsgiving that Sunday. Oh, man, that's a lot of Thanksgiving. That's why I'm saying, yeah. God, I love Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm totally down. Oh, God. Just in a, just so like, many potatoes for days. Thanksgiving leftovers are probably the best leftovers you can ever they have. They are. We had the best leftovers last year, we're, remember? We're f- yeah. Like, you just pull cold yeah. turkey out of a Tupperware and just, ah. Uh, we're future tripping into the next holiday, and we haven't even yeah. discussed. What's your favorite Halloween candy? Or candy in general, really, I guess. Yeah, That's a we're going to have thing. a lot of candy left over because I never get trick-or-treaters at my house and I bought a couple bags of candy. So we're going to well, have to like make something with it, like yeah. bars or cookies or I'd something. i have to divide it up because my favorite chocolate-based candy okay. would have to be a Three Musketeers. Ooh. My favorite chocolate-based candy would have to be a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. My favorite chocolate-based candy is Butterfinger Baby. Love it. Mm-hmm. Now, if you were but to I, jump... But I always prefer candy over chocolate, though. Like, I that, love that's Airheads. That's how I am. So now, yeah. your favorite candy-based candy, not chocolate-based. Airheads. Ooh. Ooh, I'd have to go with um, Sprees. 
Sprees are good. Oh, I haven't had sprees in forever. I used to always get those chewy sprees. chewy sprees, yeah, oh, from like I'm the candy machines. I'm texture in my mouth right oh, now. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, it makes my mouth water a little bit because oh. they're so tart at first. My little son loves going to the dollar store just to buy sprees from the vending machine. Oh, get the little... You like, just I take him for like, walks. Get like 10 of them, and you're like, yeah. Yeah, I just give him like two quarters, and then we, we'll take a walk and go to the dollar store and get candy. I feel he like, Veronica, you could guess my candy-based candy that I like. Can I? Over all candies, there's one. Mm, I don't know. Sour Patch Kid watermelon. Oh, yeah, you do like those. those Out of good. this world. I can those eat an good. entire bag of those in like four minutes. I can't eat more than like two of them, like, though. Because they get the probably tartness. Warheads, too, didn't you? I love Oh, my God, warheads. do you remember Warheads? Cash. And Walked up to me the other day and he just goes, "Here, man, got a prize for you," and gave me <gasps> a warhead and then ran back Cash inside. Gave you a warhead. Yeah. I'm so glad we have an eight year old in our lives that can give us warheads. I know that was a great gesture That's from him. Excellent. That was an absolute yeah. Great I, I gesture. remember those from elementary school, and man, were they sour. <laughs> and you were like the baddest of asses if you could do like the black and red, white so ones. So much better too. Like you like the if you didn't like the sour, as soon as you got past it, they got really good. Favorite, yeah. Favorite warhead. I don't know, but I feel like my the, mouth being ripped apart right now just thinking the, about them. The, I thought the lemon. blue was the strongest. The lemon, I was it lemon? Wasn't yeah, it? yellow lemon. Yeah, that one always had some. I don't know when I would, but I like lemon, so I always gravitate towards that one, and that one always got. Me. Whenever I ate the blue ones, the blue cherry or the not the blue, the blue raspberry ones or whatever, it would literally like acidically melt the skin off the inside of my mouth. I could, like, yeah, peel it off. That's what it does. Oh. It's you know, pure freaking chemicals speaking of delicious chemical candies from the 90s do you remember those bubble jugs they were pink jugs filled with powder and little pieces of yes. bubble gum and that powder was so freaking good <gasps> Just, uh, mm. i wish they still made that because i loved that <laughs> i just got like taken rocks. back pop yeah. rocks are cool my son just tried pop rocks for the first I time that was dope that was, awesome. that was that super funny. He was super excited. Yeah, open your mouth and let it sizzle. Yeah. Remember, people yeah. would say the urban legend: don't drink Coke and have Pop Rocks. It'll yeah, kill you. You'll blow up or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I gotta know. We're winding down here. Halloween plans? Did you do anything this Halloween? Are you doing anything this Halloween? Have you done anything? What did you dress up as? If you wanted to dress up as anything, uh, V. Did you want to start? You want AP sure. to start? I'll, I can start. Sure. Fine. I do not like dressing up for Halloween anymore because I'm getting older and I just don't feel like as into it as I used to, when, you know? So I just wore a headband that had kitty ears on it. <laughs> <laughs> they were little like pink rose kitty ears. But I, uh, yeah, I wore those for our gig we had last night and that was fun. That was an interesting night, to that say was, the least. It was an interesting night. Uh, I think last night kind of resonated with, and I'm sorry I have to say this on air in front of people that are going to hear us, but we're getting old because last night kind of had a curveball, and that's a double entendre curveball thrown our way because we get to the show, we're going to set up at 6, we're going to be performing at 9, we get there, and the promoter goes, hey man, I just wanted to let you guys know I forgot to tell anybody we're not starting any music at all until the Cubs game is over. Right. So we weren't going to end up going on until like 10.30. Well, it would have been 10 if we start, yeah. if we were the first band. Right. But then some other fucking band bullied us out of our spot and said, well, they we want to open. they wanted to open. And we're just like, whatever, that's fine. So they open. And then we just, our band, our little punk rock 
piano misfits tribute band got like sandwiched between two like black metal bands and <laughs> it was just a very interesting group of uh well to go sounds, from like guttural know? growls that yeah. you can't understand I mean, it was cool. to i was like, digging it i was jamming it oh yeah we had a great time yeah we had a good time it was just a really funny uh show i suppose being you know a punk band versus you know a dark black metal band so it was an interesting ho- way to spend my halloween weekend yeah. I enjoyed it. I loved singing the Misfits with you guys. It was super fun and always is silly and yeah, it was cool. I dug it. Tomorrow, which is actually Halloween, I'm gonna take my son trick or treating. He's going as Marshall from Paw Patrol, and he was super stoked when I gave him his costume. He liked that. And then he had a meltdown because he broke it. Well, he he tore a little piece of it, the collar. Is Paw Patrol. A- it's an animated show on Nick Jr. Is it? Are they puppies? Yeah, they're dogs, and they are... Uh, a rescue team. They're rescued pups. It's the worst. Oh, but he loves it so much. So he's going to be Marshall from Paw Patrol, and I'm going to take him trick-or-treating tomorrow. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, what are you going to do for Halloween? What uh, have you been doing? Um, Last night, um, I went to a Halloween party at a friend of mine's house. They had a, they had a little get-together. So my girlfriend and I dressed up as... Uh, Bob and Linda from Bob's Burgers. So <laughs> I spent the last like month and a half growing a pretty big mustache. I showed you guys the picture. <laughs> That's amazing. And then I shaved the, all the beard off, just left the mustache. And I didn't see the picture. You must have shown Nate. Oh, okay. I'll have to show you later. Having drama. My phone was being oh. stupid. But um, so we did that, and then we ended up going out to some bars and saw some pretty interesting people. I think people in their probably in their twenties. When they dress up to Halloween to go out drinking, they get some really weird costumes. Yeah. Like, literally, there was someone dressed as Jared Fogle with an inflatable child strapped to the front of them. Ew. I was like, that is not okay. That's You awful. can't do that. It was very oh, bad. Oh, Halloween. I was like, people need to not do that kind of stuff. But then, yeah. I, then I saw a Colonel Sanders and a bucket of fried chicken as a couple costume, and then it was, everything was right with the world again. <laughs> the guy was Sweet. Colonel Sanders, she was the bucket of chicken. Yes. Dumb. Nice. That was awesome. Uh, How yeah. about you, Nate? Well, obviously, we had the show last night. We yeah. talked about it a little bit. Uh, cool experience. First time playing that place. I liked it. Uh, probably give out some candy on Halloween Day. It's weird, because Halloween trick-or-treat now is like, five o'clock it's so early yeah, it's super early and so and we got i remember when i was little trick-or-treating started when it got dark now i want to say like ending when it gets dark i want to say there's one thing though about trick-or-treat that i got to talk about is this tradition that goes on in this house is that sarah's dad for whatever reason his own accord every year decides that he's gonna get us halloween candy to pass out but he doesn't get like a Mars Bars variety pack or anything great. He gets the shitty, like, all Tootsie Rolls candy with, like, the three boxes of dots in the three and a half pound bag, <laughs> which we ate two of. <laughs> Actually, right Not me. Here. So look, didn't yeah, eat this, two. look. All that's left are Tootsies and Tootsie Pops. Tootsie Pops are the best. And then though. there's also the, like, the different um, flavored, like, um, Lemon Tootsie the Roll fruit or the tootsie fruit rolls. rolls. Yeah. I like those. I the like the fruit Tootsie Rolls. I don't like Tootsie Rolls though. Just the fruit ones. Tootsie Pops are are pretty good. Yeah. I keep seeing the uh, original Tootsie Pop commercial on TV now with the owl from like the seventies or eighties or something, and it's like, how many looks three. does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie Pop? Three. The 
world I never know. Yeah. I keep seeing that randomly. Was yeah. Where, so. When I was watching the, the Cubs game, it was on, I think. Cool. Cool. I don't remember. Uh, so... I will say that there's one last thing I want to give our audience. We are foodies watching movies, and I feel like we've not done a really good job of like giving like great cooking tips or anything. Uh, and I came up with a method uh, on my own accord, and maybe someone else came up with it too, and I just have not stumbled upon that person. Oh, Jesus. I've hit the tray. That, ha- that happened to me on episode 50 of Journey into Comics. So that was <laughs> really bizarre. Uh, okay, what were you talking about? So, sometimes in inclement weather it's mm-hmm. difficult to get your grill out mm-hmm. sometimes you want to have grilled hot dogs yes this is what sometimes we had for dinner tonight you want to jam a delicious hot dog with some char on it yeah you know? and that's difficult to do if you don't have a a fire yeah or b a place to put a fire well i can't stand microwave hot dogs it's awful and Boiled we don't like boiling hot good. dogs we love grilling hot dogs because you get that like grill char mark on it you can throw some barbecue sauce on it and it's so diggity dope i'm gonna tell the people the best hot way diggity dope hot diggity dog dope uh <laughs> so i'm gonna tell the people my little method yeah. to very easily and intelligently have grilled hot dogs in your house so you're gonna get a skillet turn your fire on Put your skillet on the fire. Uh, you know, was it, on, was it on medium? It was like at eight medium of heat? ten. So, so it was medium on high. high. It was medium high. Medium high. And then heat. what you're gonna do is you're gonna take some cooking spray. You could probably alternately use butter if you're really feeling it, but I, I think cooking spray would be the better. Cook, I haven't tried the with butter. Put on butter's dinner. Different. Yeah, that's true. So cooking spray. Spray the pan. Put all your hot dogs in it. Let them start to sizzle. You're yeah. gonna hear it. It's a sound. Okay. <laughs> It is. It's very important that you know, know. the sound. They're going to dance sizzling. a little bit in the pan. <laughs> They're going to be flopping around a little bit in the pan. <laughs> You're going to just kind of move them around and just keep rotating them and let them just kind of turn on their own. As soon as you start the top sear, you want to, before you start any of the rotating, make sure to just coat the tops of those hot dogs with cooking spray again. It's going to give it a nice char throughout. Mm-hmm. It's going to cook really well. Mm-hmm. And then once you're done... How long do you have to cook them? I don't know, just until they're nice and charred. Uh, yeah. You know, it, you t- cooked t- them perfectly because they had some like bite to them, and they they are they well, were really you just, good. You just you have to visually be able to see how charred you want them. Some yeah. people like really charred hot dogs, other people don't. I like yeah, it to like be the cremators of char. I don't want to eat a mm-hmm. hot dog that's black. Right. You know, you don't uh, want one that's came straight from hell. <laughs> you know, same thing can be said <laughs> for marshmallows. Yeah. Yes, also true. I haven't tried that. maybe that marshmallow trick that would work well. I don't know about. Too. I don't know. I don't on know. The, I, that would melt. I feel like you end up with like a you need pan a broiler marshmallow fluff. That's okay. Ooh, you know what I did do the other day that was awesome? I made box brownies from the store because my little kid wanted them, and then I took a bag of mini marshmallows and I put them on the the brownies after I baked them and threw it under the broiler for like two minutes, and they had I made s'more brownies. Yum. They were delicious. You left those with us. Yes, we I ate did. some I of them, them and I you. smashed them so fast. Mm-hmm. They Turned were like really good. They were like eight brownies. I had six. That's a great like <laughs> tip too. If you want to elevate your brownies, just throw some marshmallows on it under the broiler and make s'mores. And alternately, you could throw marshmallows on top of and cupcakes. Then, well, no, on the brownies and then crumble some graham and then oh, yeah, put yeah. it in the broiler to really definitely full blown elevate it. You know, yeah, just going to the next level. That is next level. Good thinking, Nate. Well, that's my logic. All right, well. Uh, I think this was an amazing episode of Foodies Watching Movies. This is episode three. three, even though it's technically our fourth episode. We did episode zero to test and see what we thought about it. Yeah. Uh, it's great to have you back. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, happy to be I'm glad there. we did Thank this for, for Halloween. Drive. Yes. We did a great Halloween episode. Hopefully Brando can get this up for us ASAP. Yeah. Um, like tonight, <laughs> you know. Uh, but if not, no biggie. This is a good retrospective episode. Is there anything else you guys wanted to add before we, you know, leave the viewers? No, I just hope everybody has a wonderful and happy and safe Halloween. Watch yes. out for, you know. Watch out for killer clowns in the yeah. creepy woods and shit. Candy apple and razor. Yeah, blade. send uh, check us out on Instagram or keep posting pictures and stuff of things we're making and eating. Foodies watching movies. Are you going to at some point do any live tweeting for films on the foodies twitter um yeah i can i'll um we just got to get you logged in huh yeah get me logged in make sure everything works there and then i can just start getting approved movies i can watch them and just live tweet the movie if you sweet because i watch a lot of movies in I'm my spare time so absolutely cool with that man i, I feel like you need to watch american psycho my i feel tweet, like you both thoughts. do yeah because you said you didn't think you've seen it, right? I don't think I've seen it. I can't believe it. Ugh. There's certain we, movies we that like, some are like that whole class that we've I've been putting it off long enough. Their whole. We still need to see Fight Club. I guess I'll have yet to see yeah, that. Yeah, you haven't seen you Fight haven't Club seen yet. Fight. No. God. I still can't believe you haven't seen it. But th- that's okay, because didn't you say soon? Or was it already, it already happened? It's now-ish. Now-ish. I think it was, I think it was in October was I'm when it, it had its... 10 year. Yeah. Or 15 year. Oh. Yeah, or is it end of October? Around this time is when it had its premiere. Well, you know what? Why don't we just go for the gold, and next episode, we'll watch it before we do an episode, and then we'll talk about it. I'd be up to that. We'll just cover Fight Club. Cool. And we'll have Fight Club Foodie Club, and then we'll (laughs) eat something delicious. First of all, Fight Club Movie Club, don't talk about Fight Club. (laughs) That's what we're going to say to the whole episode. First rule about this movie is we're not supposed to fucking talk about it, and we're just going to shut the episode off. Just kidding. 30 seconds. Oh, we're just kidding. We're back. Yeah. All right. Well, that was fun. It was fun, guys. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for Adrian. being here today. Uh, good to always talk with you both. It was great to have you some too. food together. Yes. Uh, definitely. Watch. Uh, what do we watch? Oh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Check that out. It was yeah, fun. that was excellent. Also, check out Slither. Just putting it out there any again. Of, any of the movies <laughs> we mentioned today, yes. you should probably yeah. watch. And sometimes check them out. just browse Netflix and look at those weird movies that you've probably never seen sometimes there's some hidden gems yeah there's in, always some good hidden in, gems. sometimes indie scary movies are the best scary time movies. lapse is there time. any any recommendations of like hidden gems that we want to challenge each other to watch for next time before next time Ooh. like do you have a pick that you think that we should watch before our next podcast i'm saying right now american psycho you need both need to watch that movie okay yep, okay i'll watch it that's your um, challenge gentlemen sure can can you guys Go documentary style for me. Yeah. You guys watch the Barkley Marathons. It's so good. Yeah. I can do that. It's Netflix. Barkley Uh, Marathons? Yeah. So Just just text me and remind me what the title is and I will look that up. Cool. So now we have homework. What about you? Do you have a hidden gem you think we should watch before our next show? I think two is plenty for right now, but I will have have one for next time. For the next one? Sure, that's fine. Yeah. Okay, so you have your assignment. That's actually kind of awesome because right now, like, she picked American Psycho. Both of us have not seen it. We know we haven't pretty much seen it. I picked Barkley Marathons. Both of you haven't seen it. I know you haven't seen it, you know, so. Mm-hmm. So next, I'll have one that you guys haven't seen, and it'll be. Good, I'm we'll excited. Be all right. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, guys, this was Foodies Watching Movies, episode number three. I'm Nate. I'm Veronica. I'm Andrew. We'll see you guys later. Have a good one. <laughs>